Destination Medicine is a joint project of the regional training hubs. This podcast series brings you medical students' accounts of their experiences in applying to study medicine. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. Initially keen to follow her father into plumbing, Nikki Burnett eventually realised her true calling was to be a health professional. But life can include challenges, and she found herself having three children while completing a nursing degree. On finishing that course, Nikki reflected on her position and decided she would be of best service to her First Nations community as a doctor. So she enrolled in the Flinders University Indigenous Entry Scheme for Medicine. Juggling medicine and three youngsters has made her an excellent time manager. And she says that it's okay if you only cry in the shower. Jeff Waters talks to Nikki about the mountain that she decided to climb and asks her to offer advice to prospective students who may face difficulties. I guess there wasn't a active decision where one day I sort of woke up and was like, oh, that's it, I'm going to do medicine. I've always sort of been interested in health since I was probably teens. I mean, prior to that, I actually wanted to be a plumber, to be honest. My dad's a plumber, so I used to go and help him out in jobs, but he convinced me to work in aircon. So health seemed like it was going to be it. You could have combined the two and become a urologist. That's true. I mean, it's still an option, right? Just about to graduate med school, so... Still an option. But yeah, so for me, I guess like I've known that I've always been fascinated about health and healthcare and through supporting families, accessing health services, I just sort of was drawn to that area. And I actually dropped out of high school in my late teens. So I sort of made the decision then that if I couldn't go on to higher education, I'd work in health in an administrative role. So it's sort of been a really backdoor way of ending up where I am in lots of ways. So I worked in mental health services for a number of years. Then I started a Bachelor of Nursing and it was doing my bachelor's degree that I always just thought medicine was quite out of my reach because I assumed that I had to finish high school to do it. And it was through the Indigenous area of the local university in Darwin, Charles Darwin University, that I linked up with Arnie Betty and she encouraged me and informed me of the Northern Territory Medical Program, which I think sort of was new around that time, and linked me in with the Indigenous area of Flinders there and Kellyanne Brown, who's still with Flinders and it's quite lovely and so helpful to have put up with me and all my hundreds of thousands of questions at that time. And yeah, I just thought in my final year of nursing, what do I have to lose? I guess I'll give it a shot. I had lots of encouragement from Arnie Betty and from Flinders and applied and I managed to get in. I guess in my journey, I came across multiple people that encouraged me to continue to pursue further education and healthcare that has gently encouraged me on my way to landing in medicine. When you first told your family and friends or your teachers that you were considering going into a medical degree, what was their reaction? I think it's a bit of a mixed bag reaction. I think all in all, everyone was quite supportive. So I did my nursing degree having quite young children. So giving birth, breastfeeding and juggling the constraints of working full time with three little kids. 
So I fell pregnant with my third child in my final year of nursing. So I think there was concern about how I'm going to cope and manage that, but also very much encouraged to continue. The world was my oyster and I'm only going to be held back by myself. But I mean, there is a bit of a joke, you know, what's next? Are you going to be an astronaut (laughs) within the family? (laughs) It was very much encouraged with the family, I think. Yeah, they could see that now I'm at the end of my journey with medicine. My auntie commented to me and said that I never understood all the stress and pressure that you put under yourself during that time while I encouraged you to continue to do it because it was quite difficult. I mean, I started year one medicine with three kids under four, but she said, I can see that all your hard work has paid off and, you know, I'm really proud of you. How do you find coping with the children while you're studying? Look, (laughs) to make light of it, there's a running joke, if you cry in a shower, it's not crying at all. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't count. Look, it is difficult for me. I had to learn, obviously, a new set of skills such as that was completely different to nursing. The doctor's role in healthcare is completely different. So that journey was in itself hard enough, but I also had to really hone in and focus on learning softer skills like being super organized and you had to have a high level, I think, of organizational skills and just to be able to let the little things go. Just going back a step, did you take any advice or mentoring before you were accepted into medicine? Yeah, I did definitely seek advice and mentoring in terms of before getting into medicine, just to find out. I just really wanted to understand what it would mean to study medicine, as in how can I achieve it? Is it achievable, especially with having lots of little kids? And I still have continued to seek guidance with that throughout my whole degree as well. And I've been fortunate enough to come in contact with many different people from different walks of life, from academics to clinicians that have been able to guide me and offer support. So you're looking at this massive mountain that is a medical degree. You have three children at the time. What motivated you to take that on? Yeah, that's a great question. The motivator was I just really wanted to make a difference in health. Even though I could be a nurse, I just felt like I could make a larger difference and I had potentially the, I don't know, I wouldn't say skills because I definitely didn't have that, but I guess the grit to sort of continue to pursue it. When you decided to apply for the degree, what were your first steps and did you map out a plan? Yeah, so when I was applying, as I mentioned, I was in my final year of nursing and Arnie Betty at CDU really encouraged me and linked me up with Flinders. So I went and found out more information about it. So I chose to do the Indigenous entry pathway. So at the time I didn't know I was pregnant, but throughout that whole 12-month period, I was on placements and had to meet the requirements of my bachelor final year of nursing. I also did the Indigenous Entry Pathway to get into medicine with Flinders, which consists of two course. There's one two-week intensive, which is a pre-medicine program, and it was great insight for me to see what it meant to study medicine. So it's very much focused on like a one week of medicine sort of spread out over two. And there's also a fuels program, which is basic sciences. And during that process, I found out I was pregnant with my third child, And I'd had two kids as well as I was in my final year of nursing. And I felt like I had to reprioritize and prioritize nursing and put medicine 
on the back burner. You know, it was important. I was like, I really just have to finish nursing and, you know, I've got my babies. I'm pregnant with my third. I'm sick. I'm on placement. So I'd already passed the PMP course, a two-week intensive, and there was a fuels exam, the final exam for that program that was coming up. And it was sort of like, this program runs over several months. During that time, I decided that I would just sit the fuels exam. I'd stop studying for that exam. Like I mentioned, I reprioritized just completing all the requirements that I had to do for my final year of bachelor's degree. So I literally sat the exam. I thought, I'll just get a feel of it. So when I reapply next year, that was my intentions. I'll just have a better understanding of what the exam is because I still felt a little bit lost and there was lots of things to that program. So I went and sat it and I actually walked into Greg Raymond's office after and said, look, Greg, I'm pregnant. I've probably definitely failed it. I stopped studying and I explained to him my thought process and what I did. I was like, I'm here to withdraw my application. I just wanted to sit the exam to get a feel of it. And he just said, look, he wouldn't let me. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't say he wouldn't let me. He definitely encouraged me not to withdraw my application. He said, look, I could see how hard and committed you are to completing this program. You studied really hard consistently up until you decided not to. And he said, you know, your background in nursing and what you've done may have actually helped with passing the exam. You just don't know. Don't make assumptions. You know, I also was under the impression that I couldn't defer my offer. And I just knew that with having my third child, there's just no way that I could give birth and go into med with a newborn. Yeah, so I found out I actually passed, which shocked me. I still remember where I was when I got that phone call and he really supported me. And I feel like I owe Greg a a lot with that situation. Did you have to sit any interviews as part of the application process? And what was that like? Yeah, I did. Sorry, this is about going on four or five years ago now. I'm pretty sure that to get accepted into the Indigenous pathway, I either had to sit the interview first and then was able to enrol in it. But I did anyway, at some point, sit in a medical interview. That was terrifying. I still remember the agonising over what clothes to wear. It was just a very nerve-wracking interview. Now, you're studying at Flinders Northern Territory Medical Program, currently in year four. Have you undertaken any rural or remote placements outside of Darwin? Yeah. So part of the requirement of the course is we can either spend six to 12 months in a rural area or remote. The minimum is six weeks. And obviously having lots of little children, I chose to do the six weeks. And I was very lucky to go to Alice Springs. And in Alice Springs, I did an ONG placement there. At the start of this year, I did that. And I just fell in love with the place so much so that I actually chose to complete internship there next year. What was your overall experience in applying for medicine? Are there any key messages that you'd like to give anyone else who's considering it? Yeah, I guess the key message I would give, regardless of if you're going down GAMSAT, undergrad, or like I've chosen to an Indigenous alternative pathway, is don't give up. I mean, I'm very fortunate that I'm somebody that was lucky that I got in first go, but there are people that I'm very, very close friends with that they might have set the GANS at three times and on the third or fourth go, they've gotten in and they're amazing students and doctors. So I guess the message I would give is just don't give up, continue to pursue it, talk about your interests. 
I felt like that was a key thing for me is like, even though I never thought that it would happen, I just talked about it a lot and I was just guided and encouraged by many different people and I've never looked back. Nikki Burnett, a final year medical student at Flinders University. We trust you've enjoyed this episode of Destination Medicine, a joint project of the regional training hubs. The hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.